Hey, I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Coming Up Roses. Hello, everyone. Surprise, surprise. I am alone today. I am preparing my next couple weeks of having a guest on, but I wanted to give the appropriate amount of space and time to edit and talk and think of good questions with my next guest because I have a really great episode I want to do for next week with one of my dance friends reflecting on our senior capstones and that whole creative process. So today you have just me, but stay tuned for some awesome guest thoughts here coming up. So this is my last week of school before fall break, Thanksgiving break, but fall break if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, And it's definitely looking different this year. Um, It's looking different, of course, because of COVID, but it's looking different in other ways as well. I live in an apartment now, so I have my own room, my own space. I have J-O-Bs that I need to take care of. Um, So I'm not as in a rush to go home as I have been in past years. And this is the first Thanksgiving that my boyfriend and I will be sharing holidays. So there's definitely some different emotions around it. But something that always stays the same is the emotions and kind of stress I get about long breaks from school. Just because I always know it's going to disrupt my schedule if that makes sense like I am a routine person I like to have one routine and so that's kind of why I like school I think I talked about that in the back to school episode how I like going to school because I like when school starts because now I have a set schedule and almost every day is the same and you just fill things in where need be there's no real stress or complication there you just show up where you're supposed to and you build everything else around it and I like doing that and I know that that's not maybe the healthiest (laughs) thing in the world to have not the healthiest mindset but I really do think that something that causes a lot of anxiety for me causes a lot of buildup and stress is going home and having my schedule completely disrupted because I know not everyone is going home this year, but your schedule's ripped away. You suddenly have basically the whole day. Your work schedule probably changes. Either you don't work or you work different times because you're more available because you're not in class. Or you go home. I'll be home for probably five days. Um, And I haven't been home for more than a day since I moved back up here and into my apartment. So my community group and I were actually talking about this, about how hard it is for us to stay you know, in our daily routines, in our mindset that we're in here in Kansas City when we go home. Um, One of my friends, she had been home recently because her roommate had COVID, and so she went home to just kind of avoid that, and she was like, it was so hard to just wake up and get in the word and then go to work and just do all the things that I can do so easily here, and so I'm having my own anxieties about that next week. Um, I'll be going home on Tuesday night, so I kind of wanted to address them um, and give you guys some really practical ways, whether you're already at home and you've been at home or you're staying at the place you're at, how to navigate that, just not having school or normal work, um, having days off from work, the hol- just the holiday stress, or if you're going home or going somewhere new. 
So my first piece of advice is to kind of like I was saying with my um, friend who mentioned her own struggles is keep your daily disciplines. I live by my bullet journal because it has all my routines built into it. I have a very set morning and night routine. Um, I say very set. They're quite flexible. You can add and remove things where needed, but I'm really strict about those. Like until I leave my room, I'm doing those things. And when I go back into my room at night, I'm doing those things. And my family knows not to interrupt. And there are things throughout the day that I need to get done. I need to remember to take my medicine. I like to journal at some point throughout the day, separate from my Bible journaling. I like to, you know, exercise every day. It's just little things like that that make me feel whole at the end of the day. Things I enjoy doing every day. Things that are important for me to get done. And so I make sure to get those things done. I make sure that even when I don't have class all day and I literally have a completely free day and I just want to make plans with my friends and go get coffee and it's going to be nice this weekend. So I probably want to hang out outside. I still know I need to get those things done. And so bullet journaling is great for that. Um, If you do like a habit tracker, this would be a great time to start because A, you have more time to kind of mess around with it, see what style works best for you, but also, you know, you don't have other distractions going on. So you can really focus and keep yourself on track. And when you get off track, you can kind of identify, you know, why. Um, And the big one I'll say is like, when it's hard to go home for me when my family, you know, doesn't prioritize you know, they don't do a quiet time. So, you know, why do I need to have that in the morning? But keeping myself true to that and keeping myself really strict and sincere in doing those things and not just doing them to get them out of the way, but being like, okay, these are things that are going to make me feel good for the rest of the day. These are the things that are going to make me feel at home in a space that isn't necessarily my home anymore. I think that is my biggest piece of advice. And like I said, my community group have been talking about that. And that's just been something that's been really on my heart because I was home for a really long time during the pandemic. And I had been living not alone, but away from home for so long that I'd kind of forgotten how to have a routine in that space in Jeff City, a routine that was completely different from the routine I had in high school. So that is something super helpful. Um, Bullet journaling, task listing, um, whatever it is that's going to make you stick to that routine, I suggest you do it. Something else, um, this is particular, particularly, that's a hard word for me to say, aimed at my people who are going back home and they're going to be around family is to give your family grace. I, the minute I walk in the door, my mind is immediately like, ugh, my family, like, I know one of my family members is going to say something ridiculous. Like, I know I'm going to get annoyed at my mom or my dad. And my parents were here for my show and my birthday last week. And I caught myself doing that. And I had not seen them in so many weeks. It had been months since I had seen them. And they were here for such a short time. And they were here to celebrate me. And parents and family members and siblings have their quirks. And those quirks annoy you because you've been around them for probably a long time. So... I always take a breath. I try to take a breath and A, remember that I don't get to see them all the time. I don't get to see these family members all the time. You know, so like my roommate or my boyfriend or my best friends who I get to see frequently. 
and if I get annoyed at them, it's like, okay, like, I can just brush it off, I won't be annoyed at them tomorrow, like, when I'm annoyed at my family, it's like, okay, but I won't get to see them tomorrow, maybe, so just giving your family grace and recognizing that you're stepping into their space, like, especially if you're a college student coming home, and you're like me, and you haven't been home in a while for an extended period of time, my parents are excited, but I'm stepping into their space, and so, if I get annoyed with my family or they do something that bothers me, I genuinely do. I take a breath and then I just react to it in the most minimal way possible if it warrants a reaction at all. And I just move on. Um, and I try not to let those little things that bother me get into my head because I'm literally only going to be there for five days. I would like to enjoy those five days. Um, and also knowing when I need to step away and be like, okay, you know, my dad said something that really bugged me. You know, he started talking about, oh, he always talks about grad school and it always gets me a little anxious. And that's on me for, you know, letting my anxiety get the best of me. But sometimes you just got to step away. Gotta be like, oh, you know, Toby's calling. I better go answer him. And I just step away for a couple seconds and then I'm fine. And that's a pretty mature thing to do because, you know, my family doesn't necessarily do that. But it's something that has really helped me, especially coming home during the beginning of a pandemic and there's so much going on and you know my family's debating stuff and then George Floyd is killed and we're debating stuff again and so knowing how to give your family grace and the next thing kind of ties right into that and I didn't say this at the beginning this will probably be a shorter episode because last week recording this episode was long and it was so lovely and I loved it and next week's episode will also be long so I wanted to give you a little bite-sized one for this last week I know this is lost people's last week's of classes completely so my next piece of advice kind of ties into the last one and it's if you are a college student coming back to your parents house or your guardian's house or a sibling's house and you've been away for a long time or you're going to stay with a family member for the holiday and you have not been at their place in a really long time, maybe you only go once a year, or maybe you're just at home and you're going to be Zooming your family or calling your family in some way, recognize that like you are entering into their normal space and their normal routine. This is something that I reminded myself and my mom reminded me when I came home from the pandemic, I came home and wanted things to operate how I wanted them to operate. And my brother and I would just get so annoyed at each other because he wants to stay up late and be loud. And I want to go to bed early and then wake up early and I'll probably be loud in the morning, you know, acting a fool, doing my little morning routine. So I always remind myself that I'm stepping into their space, especially with my parents being empty nesters now. Their, like, norm, their day-to-day is so different from what it was when I lived there in high school. Because I think I mentioned this before, I have not been home until the pandemic for more than, like, a 10-day stretch since I was a freshman. Um, That's a long time to be out of my childhood home, and it's a long time for my parents to make adjustments. So, of course, they have. And so when my parents do things they used to not, or when, you know, we eat dinner at 5.30 or 6 at home, and here in Kansas City, I eat dinner at 7, sometimes even 8 or 9, because I just get distracted doing stuff, and I've, you know, I've had a big snack after class, which was at like 2.30 or 3. You know, I wake up, and I stay in my room, and I stay in bed. I'm awake, I'm doing things, but I, you know, stay in my PJs and kind of 
waddle around my room doing the bare minimum, whereas my parents are like up and they don't understand that being in bed with your eyes open is also up. So I, it kind of goes along with giving grace. Those are really two sides of the same coin, but I never want to inconvenience my family any more than my space and me being there is. I know it's not an inconvenience, but obviously, you know, it's one extra person. So I kind of just let them do their thing and I just kind of fit in where I need to be. You know, I eat dinner when they eat dinner. If I want to have a snack later at night, like I normally do, I take one downstairs. So I'm not rustling around in the pantry. And if you're not going away for the break, but you're going to be, you know, zooming or calling your family on the holiday, um, or spending the holiday with a family member who's not in your normal circle, like they're, they're closer by in your area. So you're trying to avoid any community spread. Just, it's the same thing, you know, just recognize that you zooming them in in a part of their day that they do something else that might not work for them when it might work for you. So just being conscious of that. It's all about being considerate, honestly, at the end of the day, um, which I think is, that's one of the fruits of the spirit I was thinking a lot about this week. And so I think it's something I've had to learn over the years, being that college kid coming home for break. So definitely something to consider, particularly if you are someone entering into someone else's home. Something to help with this, I have a lot that are very similar because I am a college kid who comes home to their parents' house after months of not being there and it's fun for like a day and then my family's like, oh yeah, I forgot that you're crazy regimented and have your own way of life. I'm kidding. We have a lot of fun. But something my mom is really good at doing is to ask for like requests or even bring your own go-to foods that you eat every day that your family might not normally buy. For example, I am the only true coffee drinker in my family. Sorry to my little brother. Um, He says he drinks coffee, but he drinks these little K-cups that are basically milk. I drink coffee. Um, I was the originator of the Keurig in my home, and my parents do not drink coffee at all. So my mom asked me a couple days ago, she said, hey, let me know what food you want at home. And so I always say coffee. Another thing, I drink pre-workout. I drink the Celsius pre-workout that comes in a can. No one in my family probably has even considered pre-workout. So I know that I'm going to go on Sunday and buy myself enough pre-workout to get through the weekend. You know, I have certain snacks that are my go-to. I'm a pretty picky eater. I talk about that a lot. But um I have certain foods that if my stomach is upset or just something isn't agreeing with me, I know I can eat like popcorn. And so I just asked my mom to stock up on those because now that they're empty nesters, they do HelloFresh and they buy the bare necessities and they're not snackers at all. My mom likes chips, but that's about it. So I was like, oh, I, you know, I want carrots and ranch dip and apples and this, the foods that I eat almost every day that my parents don't always buy because It makes me feel more comfortable and it helps me stick to that routine. Like when I can drink my coffee and have my pre-workout, I know I will have my quiet time because that's when I drink my coffee and I will work out because I have pre-workout there. And it also makes my family, you know, feel like they're including me in the conversation. Um, My mom is so good at making my brother and I feel like so at home and so happy to be there she changes our sheets and she makes sure our rooms are clean and she buys our foods and stuff and I think that's 
if you're welcoming people into your home, maybe you live at home and you have someone coming to stay with you, that's something I would encourage you to try. Or if you and your roommate are doing like something for Thanksgiving and just staying in, you know, get your guys' favorite comfort foods for this little break and kind of hunger down. Just it's those little things that help you in a time of when you don't have a bunch of obligations still feel more normal. And my last piece of advice, it's a little niche. Um, when I am home, my parents uh, often just kind of go about their business. And if I'm around, cool. And if I'm not, eh, whatever, you know, I'm home. Um, and my parents are very social. They're social butterflies. Um, and they have a few friends they've been hanging out with um, since the pandemic that are kind of like their little safe group. And they'll go off. I'll come home after not being home for weeks. And they'll be out with their friends having a great time. My brother will be with his friends, you know? So I often fall into the trap of getting like really sad. I'm like, oh, my family like doesn't even want me here. Like, why did I drive all the way home? I should just be at school. I could be hanging out with my friends or my boyfriend or be in my comfy bed at school, you know, complaining, complaining. But like I said, like you're stepping into your parents' lives. And on the flip side of that coin, sometimes I go home and my parents are like, let's go get dinner. Let's watch a movie. Let's do this puzzle together. And I love doing that. But because in the past they've been with their friends, I make plans with my friends. Or I make plans to, like next Tuesday, I'll be coming home after a day of work and appointments and tying up loose ends before I leave the city for five days and then come back to crazy school business again. Um, I'm using Tuesday as a catch-up day. And I won't necessarily want to hang out with my family all night. I might want to take some time to recharge like I would here at school. And so I always try to make safe, emphasis on safe during COVID, plans with other people. Whether that's calling my boyfriend at 9.30. So I know at 9.30, even if my family wants to play another round of Catan, even if my family wants to start a movie, I would be like, I promised Toby I would call him. And I'll be like, okay. Or I have friends in my hometown. If I'm like, oh, Emily and I are going to get coffee actually right now. So I can't go to the store with you. Or if my family is out and I'm feeling kind of lonely because now I'm home. I'm not in my space. I can be like, oh, but I made plans to, you know, FaceTime Courtney. Like, I'm good. So building in those plans when you in those, especially around those times, you know, something is going to happen where they're like, family's going to want to hang out with you too much and it's going to smother you or they're not going to be around at all. Just building in those plans because either way, it'll make you feel better. So that's kind of it for this episode. Again, I wanted to keep it short because we've got, we've had some heavy and long episodes lately. I'm so appreciative of everyone who has been listening lately. Um, I've loved doing this guest series. I think it's been so much fun. I've missed Emily a lot, but she is doing amazing, awesome things. So I'm glad we're able to keep it going with some of my Casey gals and my Casey guy, I guess. <laughs> so I hope everyone has a super safe, amazing, fun, restful, relaxing, invigorating Thanksgiving slash fall break. If this is your last week of school, have the best time. Good luck on your finals and enjoy that extended winter break. And if you've got more school after the fall break, just remember to take an actual break this next week and stay off of Canvas and don't type any papers. I'm speaking to some people directly right now. 
I love you guys. And as always, feel free to DM us or email us with any topics you want us to cover. See you guys next week.